We're back. It's Brian Sosha, BKFC show. Glad to be back at you after a wonderful trip. Uh, BKFC after last event, you know, big team here. We all went on a nice trip. It was wonderful. Uh, I'm here with David Feldman today, CEO, president. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Founder. Doing awesome. Uh, I know you are. I know you are. Uh, but it's glad to be back. We've had a couple weeks layoff, and there's so much to talk about. I mean, come on. Chad Mendez signing. Don't talk about it yet. We're going to get to that. you got to tease him a little bit. That's Brock. Yeah, I know. He's like jumping into it. We want to talk a little bit about some stuff that happened BKFC 19 since we were unable to talk about that. We're going to talk about the upcoming card, BKFC 20. It's going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad you're here with us today. And Dave, I mean, I guess first, before we get to Mendez, I, I think that's the biggest thing to talk about. But since let's go in order here. Uh, we have a lot of great events coming up, number one. And number two, BKFC 19, another great event. And, and I feel like a, a, a guy that's shilling stuff when I say it. And I feel like I'm saying, oh, every card's the best card. But the fans are saying that too. Every card seems to get better. That seems to be uh, the mantra here at BKFC, would you say? Yeah, I mean, I think that we set a bar. The fighters set a bar, and they have to live up to that bar now. They know what we expect. They know what they're getting paid for, and they're fighting their asses off, and they're just really delivering. And I, you know, I thank you know the growth of this organization, the explosion of this growth, all to the fighters. I mean, the fighters are fighting their asses off and giving these fans what they want, and that's why the bar keeps raising. And they know, wow, that was a great fight. BKFC eighteen now, BKFC nineteen has to be this, and now BKFC twenty has to be this, and then you know so on and so on and so on. But these fighters are fighting their asses off, so that's really why we're growing so fast. I think it's exciting not only for the fans but within the organization. I can speak for everybody knowing that we get we get a high off that too. And we come off these shows and you know the crowd's buzzing, everyone's excited. It's a great feeling to be within the organization. And we always say we feel like we're doing it with the fans as well. They're almost part of it, which is super cool because you don't get this much interaction anywhere else. Absolutely. You know, whenever I do an interview, whenever I do anything, I always say the team, the team, the team. And it's no bullshit, the team. Like, this is a real team, meaning this is a team that we all want to push ourselves up the hill. We all want to see it succeed, and we all get pleasure in the success. It's not like we're here for the paycheck, and if it succeeds, it succeeds. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. We're getting paid. Everybody wants to see this thing succeed inside this, uh, you know, inside this sphere here. And the fighters, the fans alike, man. And that's why, man, this thing is just growing so fast and not just domestically, Brian, internationally. It's uh well, that's exciting to be on that good. ride. And you talk about uh, successes. You talk about, I don't want to call it failures, but people that maybe came up on the short end of the stick. Let's talk about BKFC 19 a little bit. Um, BKFC 19, another great event, like we said. I mean, there's a couple notes that I made from watching it. Uh, I think the first thing we should do, though, let's go around and talk about our own personal highlights as fans, because you're a fan at BKFC 19. Before we get to you, we have Lord Evan Zentar, and he's always up there with his camera. He catches a lot of amazing stuff. Uh, Evan, what would you say at BKFC 19 was one of your highlights? Uh, I like Jay Action Jackson. Big fan. That KO was fucking awesome. Can I say that? Wow, it was freaking awesome. <laughs> nah. Why go back and, why go back and change it? Why go back and change it now? Yeah. <laughs> why so. get the video taken down, Evan? No big deal. <laughs> you said bullshit. Well, now you said it again. Stop saying these things. All right. All right, listen, Evan, get off the podcast. You're not on now. <laughs> Thank you for Jackson Jackson. I was I was a fan of him as well, uh, and, and I enjoyed his uh, his performance. Dave, where were you at? I mean, you're, you're the biggest fan. I watch you at ringside all the time. I mean, that was a tremendous performance, but I think the the ex- exceptional slow start by Taylor Starling, that's what really got me. I mean, she just came in there and blitzed Cassie Robb. She like, sure did. Non-stop punching for 22, 23 seconds, whatever that was, 30. I don't know exactly how many it was, but I mean, that was a blitz, and that was probably my favorite performance of the night. Yeah, Taylor's always fun to watch, and, and you know, Taylor brings this vibe outside of, I mean, you see it when she's walking to the squared circle, you see it when she's in there, but even behind the scenes, she brings this vibe. She's very excited to be there. I mean, probably the most excited fighter that I've met to just be on the scene and, and mixing it up with people, so that's always good to see. Um, another thing I think might have been a highlight for you, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I saw it, and I don't know, I'm not quite sure what happened, but uh, let's talk about Jared Warren versus Zion Tomlinson, all right? Yeah. So, so... With that, I mean, that was a brutal knockout. He was right. laying there for a while. And I want to say uh, on a personal note, um, when I did some business with Jared before, I think it was, I forget the event, but he had lost the fight and he had dedicated that to his sister who passed away. He was going to dedicate the fight. So I know a big win. He was able to dedicate this one to his sister. And, and that was a heartwarming moment. But I, I don't know if you were just kind of going through some cash in your hand, but I noticed you were counting some cash. Did that get handed over for that knockout to uh It Jared? absolutely did. And, you, you know, it's unfortunate that uh, Zion, you know, had... Uh, had, had to suffer a severe knockout the way he did. He's, he's a great guy. He's a Him warrior. and his father both, and they yeah. both fight their asses off. Um, 
But, you know, someone wins and someone loses, and he absolutely got bonus. I did. It was unfortunate timing because I gave him the money, and I look over, and the guy's still down, and, you know, it was unfortunate. But at the end of the day is uh, what another great competitive fight because Zion was winning the fight really seemingly, and you know, boom. handily. And then, you know, look, that's what I say about this sport, man. One punch changes everything. So you just don't know. And, you know, that like you mentioned with Chad Mendez signing, which we're going to get into that in a minute, but a lot of guys go. Well, got A lot of guys were going. This is a different sport. Yeah. So who knows? Look, he looks phenomenal in training, but when he gets hit with a bare knuckle, you know, we're going to see what happens. Well, I also want to talk, before we talk about Chad in a couple minutes and, and the big signing there, I have a lot of questions about that. As we continue to talk about this, the Jared Warren victory, the fight, I know that there's some erroneous reports, I believe, at the press conference. Some of these guys have big mouths and they just throw things out there. They're not sure about them. How is Zion doing? I mean, uh, there was some, I, I call it fake news, because I, I don't think what the reporter said was true. What's going on with Zion? He, I saw him on social media. He looks like he's ready to come back. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, he said he, he, he said he's ready, willing, and able to come back. He's a warrior. Um, he really then is. I heard that he might have to get a surgery. I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but, you know, he's he's ready, willing, and able. So if he has to, you know, we're, we're going to make sure he's taken care of. We'll get that, you know, that out of the way, and then he'll be back. He's the kind of fighter that BKFC is all about, a guy that just goes in there and fights his ass off, win or lose, every Straight single up. time. And, and I think you know, other, other than Kid Gotti, uh, Jared Grant, I think he's the youngest fighter on the roster. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. So Absolutely. it's fun to watch them grow, and, and we're looking forward to that. Also, I want to talk about, uh, aside from that, there's a lot of other stuff that happened on the show. Um, the platform showdown. A lot of, a lot of negative um, reviews heading, or excuse me, negativity heading into that. And then the reviews kind of, eh, you know. Uh, but we know what happened, and I feel like we have to address it since we haven't been on the air yet. Uh, there was a, a, a brawl. I mean, a, a brawl at the end. And before you say anything, because I want you to address this, I just want to say... I've watched you, and you get this certain look in your eye, and you were right in the middle of it trying to calm everything down. You had this look. I thought pro boxer Dave Feldman was coming. I thought somebody was going to drop, and then they pulled you away. I saw Lytle jump out of the bro. There's the look. Show the look. Yeah, okay, that makes me nervous. That's like the Yuli Diaz look. He does that monster look. Um, but I, I, Lytle jumped out and everything. Everyone, you know, the, the cops, thank you. They did a great job. But, I mean, what happened there, and, and what's going on with that? Did it? It was, it was a crazy situation. So let's talk about the platform showdown yeah, first. Yeah, please. These are some kids, some influencers, never fought before, came in there, really, you know, tried very, very hard, fought their asses off, and I thought gave some pretty decent fights. Is the platform showdown for BKFC? No, nah. it's not. It's something, it added a lot, you know, it was a special moment. It was something different. We got a lot of people viewing the thing, and, you know, and they like Bare Knuckle now, and they're new fans of Bare Knuckle. So it... You know, it worked, it's good for but the it's not for the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship platform at all. So you'll never see that again. Bare Knuckles only. We're gonna, you know, what we built this thing on is what we're going to end it on. So Bare Knuckle only. So that's not coming back. Good to hear. Um, but, you know, I'm taking a picture with Blueface, you know, and I, I, it's what I do at the end of the yeah, fight. I always I do. Take yeah, a picture with the guys and this guy comes up. He's like, I'll fight you. And I'm like, yo, dude, dude, relax. And then he came up and he's like, oh, you know, like. I want a piece of you, motherfucker, whatever. And and he jumped over, and I had to push him back. And, you know, then Blueface took a swing at him, and then we got him, just grabbed him. And then, you know, outside the ring, security did a phenomenal They're job. Great. They diffused it like that. They got rid of the guys, and it was over. And we, and we moved on went on show. to another, what, five sensational bare-knuckle fights Straight after that, up. which was tremendous. Look, all in all, BKFC 19 was a smashing success in my eyes. Smashing success. Let's talk about the main event real quick from BKFC 19. And I saw people, uh, it's very polarizing, um, the main event. A lot of overhand rights from Rachel Ostevich. Page was, was taking them. Page was taking the punches. Uh, but after the decision came in, it seeming to me, it seemed like Paige, people were saying she kind of just stormed off. She took her ball and went home kind of thing. And people were calling her a sore loser. Some were saying that you're not a fighter, you know, so you don't know the emotions these fighters feel. I'm not. I don't know. You're a former fighter. You're also the president of the organization. In your estimation, what happened there? I know the camera followed her to the back. Look, it's, it's a double-ended sword. I don't like fighters that take losses easily. So I don't want a fighter okay. to go, wow, I lost. This is great. Let me interview. This is unbelievable. I like when they're, when they're disappointed when they lose. But at the same time, you have obligations to the promotion to do post-fight interviews, post-fight press conferences. Everything like this comes along with the sport, comes along with your contract, and comes along with everything that you're supposed to do. So I was definitely not, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't condone that type of behavior at all. And you know, I had a good talk with her. It's not going to happen again. But at the end of the day, is um, you know, it happened. She fought a good fight. I thought she fought a very good fight, and yeah. I just thought that Rachel, Oste, a different Rachel Ostabishu, uh, showed up. One that no one really expected. I kind of expected it. That's why I made the match. And, <laughs> and um, you know, 
I was very, very pleased at the result of the main event. Well, I know you said that, uh, I read an article recently where you said that we're, you think we're still in the Paige Van Zandt business. Now, you said you think that. I'm going to ask you straight out, are we, and where is she headed in your estimation? Well, um, I just had a talk with our management team this morning, and we're, we're, we're actually all going to sit down in Florida next week and, and see what makes sense. You know, everything has to make sense from a business standpoint, too, now, on our end. Of course. So, if it makes sense, and... You know, we get her the right kind of opponent that makes sense for everybody. She'll be back. And if not, then, you know, we wish her the best in everything else she does. But I like Paige Van Zandt. I do. I like I, I like the tenacity she has. I, I like everything that she brought to this sport. She brought a, a lot of new people in that would not necessarily ever have heard of Bare Knuckle. You know, they're on her, on her Instagram pages for different of reasons. Course. Right. <laughs> and then they see that she's fighting and they tuned in to watch her fight. So it worked. It was a great, it was a great thing and, and it worked great. So we're going to know a lot more next week, Brian, to be, you know, to sum it all up, I'll know a lot more next well, week. Well, good. We're looking forward to that. And, and before we get <laughs> off BKFC 19, I want to bring up one more thing because it's been said uh, and you know, it's not on purpose that you guys promote Paige Van Zant so much. You promote her so much, but someone like Britton Hart that beat Paige Van Zant. They don't. Some fans don't feel like we give her a fair shake. So I want to talk quickly about Britton Hart and her fight against Jenny Savage. It looked like some uh, respect was earned going into that. Uh, going into that, they didn't like each other. Yeah, I mean, I was very, very. I, I couldn't have been any happier with uh, Britton Hart's performance. She's and, great. You know, the first round, I'll be honest. I'm like, ah, man, she, she's just not throwing. And then she sat down on those punches and just delivered. And I was like, wow, this is one of the best women's performances of that that I've ever seen. She sat against there. She bent her legs and she just started unloading. What I really liked about her is she unloaded body punches first and then went up to the head. So, you know, she looks sensational. So she's going to have some really, really good and big things coming up, man. You know, she trains her ass off. She fights her ass off. She does everything we want her to do. Does she complain once in a while? Yeah, but I get it. So she's a team player and we're, and we're going to make sure that we, uh, that we help, uh, you know, Help move her up the ladder. Elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who doesn't complain? I'm, I'm probably one of the biggest complainers behind the scenes there is. <laughs> you hear it all the time. Um, so BKFC 19, a smashing success, as we said. Uh, thank you for tuning into that. And we have other great events coming up. Let's talk quickly about BKFC 20 before we get to Chad Mendez, although the audience is going to be pissed because I keep te- teasing Chad Mendez. But there's a lot to unpack with him, and I just kind of want to go in order here. BKFC 20, August 20th, easy to remember, bkfc.com to, to order that. You got Reggie Barnett versus Johnny Bedford, uh, the title that was stripped from Dat Nguyen, um, the Bantamweight Championship. So there's guaranteed to be a champion coming out of this. Uh, that's going to be their second meeting. Um, I feel like Reggie's in a spot where he's training harder than he ever has. He knows what happened last time. Uh, Reggie's the most winningest fighter, if it's a word, in BKFC. And he's facing Johnny Bedford, who's no slouch. Johnny Bedford's a, a bad dude. Uh, I mean, coming up with this fight, that's the fight you had to make when, when we stripped that, correct? Absolutely. So it's the only one that really, <laughs> excuse me, the only one that really made sense. And, um, you know, it's going to happen on August 20th. I think you're going to see a different Reggie Barnett. He learned a lot of things from the, uh, from the Johnny Bedford fight also. and from the fights subsequent to that. So I think you're going to see a guy that's going to clench more, that's going to rough house more, and that's not just going to stand out there and try to box. And, you know, that could give Johnny Bedford some problems. But Johnny Bedford just seems to always have a solution for a lot of different problems that come his way, and that's why he became champion. I feel like Johnny Bedford thinks that he never I, – I think a lot of people think that the, the decision with that – he thinks he won. I feel like he thinks he never lost that title. So he's kind of coming back to claim what's his. Whereas Reggie's thinking, this is my shot now, man. I finally got the shot I wanted, whether it was against Dat or Johnny, whatever. And he needs to provide. I've never seen Reggie in better shape from what I've been seeing on Instagram. The guy's ready to go. And, and he's, he's a very loyal BKFC fighter, too. We, we enjoy, you know, seeing him in the main event. Let's move on to a huge name in Biloxi in Mississippi and just a big name in general, Alan Belcher. Got, talk about being in great shape. Wow. I've been seeing stuff on Instagram with him. He's taking on Tony Lopez, a tough customer. And uh, it's been said that Alan Belcher actually pulled a Winnebago up or something to the Coliseum. He's been living in the parking lot at some point so he could see what he was going to like. That's part of his training or something. Yeah, something like that. You know, he, he's running outside the Winnebago and he's going to the gym. He's doing things like that. He looks in phenomenal condition. But a lot of people, when we announced Tony Lopez, came to me and said, man, you sure aren't giving him, you know, some some fish food for his first fight. And I said, no, man, it's just not the way it works here. 
You know, they have to earn their spot here. Uh, Tony's a, tough. Here's a guy who was a former UFC veteran, fought everywhere, all over the world, fought some tremendous fights, Alan Belcher, retired for a little bit, and now he's coming back in a different weight division, and he's got some tough fights you know, ahead of him. But if he wants to make a name for himself, that's what he's going to have to do. He's a great guy. He's really a, a promoter's dream. He's doing anything we really want him to do. So I'm looking forward to seeing that fight. So He's very you know, motivated. You've got a legend, not only in mixed martial arts, but also a legend in bare knuckle fighting, um, welcoming Alan Belcher to the squared circle. So it's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. And you're seeing Tony up there now. And uh, Joey, our current heavyweight champion of the world for BKFC. And then the feature fight at evening, we have uh, Quentin Quint Henry, Henry versus and Jason Jay Fish. Fish. Yeah, I man. mean, another one. Like, the hero. That's, that's what <laughs> makes this organization what it is. Evenly matched fights all the time. And you go like this, who's going to win? I don't know. Who do you think is going to win? Because I really don't know. Anything don't know. can happen in that fight. That's, that's so the best part of it. That's the great thing about BKFC. I, I, I think usually 80, 90% of the fights we go, oh, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, and that's, that's, I'd hate to, I don't know how these matchmakers do it. Nate Shook, a great matchmaker, and, you know, he always provides well, great Nate, fights, and I know you Nate help him does out it that. because he comes to me for advice, and I give him. <laughs> <laughs> you always do that. Nate's <laughs> tremendous. Nate, honestly, is just, um, he's really good at putting these matches. He knows exactly what we want now. He put, he doesn't gift anybody. He, he, no, he uh, sure doesn't. He's, he's doing a great job, man. I know he is. Well, I mean, as we move on here, and let's continue talking about what's to come here for uh, the B- BK TV app, the Bare Knuckle Television app. A lot of great stuff coming up. I mean, just a look. We have what? Toe the line. Is this even announced yet? Did we officially announce this? Or is this the big um, announcement? Yeah. Is this big the big announcement? Yep. All right. Do I have a drum roll sound effect ready for this? I don't know. Or are we going to do one ourselves? Yeah, I'll do it. Hold on. <laughs> Here's Evan. Thanks for cleaning your potty mouth out with soap, Evan. Where's it at? Big announcement. Toe the line. Next event coming up. There it is. August 28th. In Manchester, toe the line. Yeah, we're uh, we're partnering up with the Bare Fist Boxing Organization over there in in England. Uh, my man uh, Andrew Bakewell is putting together a tremendous card, um, and that's going to happen August twenty eighth. The BKB app, toe the line uh, in England. Our first one. We were supposed to do one before, but obviously COVID knocked that one out, and now we're going to deliver a knockout show. Yeah, and this is why the BKFC app is so great, the Bare Knuckle Television app, bkfc.com to grab that. I mean, this is all going to be on there. Uh, and then coming up, BKFC 21 is in Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, that's Burns versus Shoemaker, Josh Burns versus Sam Shoemaker. Uh, and that's, those guys are just going to clobber each other. That's going to be insanity. Of course, that's I mean, September 10th. Another, uh, and then uh, the co-main event is uh, Mike Dakota Richmond, Cochran I mean, versus Mike Richmond. I mean, think about that. Another tremendous fight. This is just crazy, man. Honestly, these fights yeah. are unbelievable. Yeah. And I then we correction. come back with uh, Jorge Masvidal's uh, game-bred uh, bare-knuckle MMA on September 11th. The next night, that's coming from Biloxi, Mississippi. And then we move to your big announcement, Brian. What's my big announcement? BKFC 22, <laughs> October 22nd, the debut of... Brian Sosha? Debut of our newest signee. Oh, you want to get to Chad Mendez. I knew that's what you're doing. Come on, man. I know. It's October 22nd, BKFC 22. It all goes well together. How did that happen? BKFC 20 on August 20th. I thought the same thing. BKFC 22 on October 22nd. The bare knuckle gods are smiling upon us. we're doing BKFC 25 on December 25th. (laughs) Are we a Christmas gift for the fans? It'll be like Rocky Four in Russia. All right, so Chad Mendez, this is a huge, huge, there's no drum roll needed because you saw it. It was all over uh, the, the industry yesterday. It was on Joe Rogan. That's where the announcement came out. It was all over Instagram. Gigantic news. Chad Mendez, I mean, it's fair to say this is our biggest signing that we've ever had. I mean, I think it's definitely one of our top two to three signings we've ever had. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have uh, Chad Mendez be a part of BKFC right now. You know, and now it's get your... Get your uh, get stuff off your chest, David Feldman. So we got a lot of guys Uh-oh. that have been talking a bunch of a bunch of crap about us, the organization. You know, I did an interview and I said that the uh, we've had great uh, great conversations with Hunter Campbell. He's the uh, he's the lead uh, legal counsel at the at the UFC. Also with uh, Dana White and with uh, people at Bellator. And we came to an agreement that, you know, they're going to allow some of their fighters that are currently under contract to fight for BKFC. And That's we, huge. we made that announcement and everybody said it's a bunch of crap. It's smoke and mirrors. Nothing they say is true. Well, here you are. You have Chad Mendez, who has four fights left on his UFC contract right now, got a release to fight for BKFC. So wow. it's, tremend- it, it's good because here's what we do. We put on these tremendous fights, these great fights, these great fight cards. We treat the fighters right. We treat the, you know, the we we give the fans a tremendous value, and we just stay in our own lane. We don't bother anybody. We do our own thing, 
And because of that, you know, people want to work with us now. So, you know, that's a great, great thing. It says a lot about the organization itself, and it says a lot about the fighters. And and what it really says a lot about is the popularity that these guys get fighting for BKFC because I know in their head they're saying, wow, they're going to get a lot more popular fighting over there. And then when they come back, they're going to have a whole new fan base. So, you know, it's, it's a win-win for everybody. But, I mean... Chad Mendez in some of his training videos, Oof. you know, he just looks like Oof. a little tank, a little animal, man. I just really can't wait in, for his debut October twenty second in uh in Chandler, Arizona. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show. And then you got Chad Mendez on that as well. So I mean, Chad Mendez, if you look at him, I know the fight fans know. I was talking to Lord Evan Zantar about this, and he can he can talk more about this if he keeps his mouth clean. But uh, if you think about this guy, he's a brawler. He's a tough guy. You see it from his punches there. I mean, this guy is the guy that fought Connor on what, like two weeks notice or some, 10 days notice or whatever. I mean, and he doesn't back up. Evan and I were talking about this. Evan, uh, a big fan of all fighting sports. Uh, Evan, what's your estimation of Chad Mendes, the signing of it? What do you feel about it? I think it's great. And I think, oh, let me get I think it's great. All the maniacs, the bare knuckle uh, army, they're nothing but positive, you know, comments on it. Um, I'm totally psyched about Chad Mendes signing. Going to be, yeah, I agree. I mean, this is built for him, as you and I were talking about before we went on the air. Chad is uh, kind of a quick starter. Uh, he he wants to fight. He wants to brawl. It looks like sometimes you see people coming from boxing or from UFC, and it's not really their lane, bare knuckle. I feel like bare knuckle. Evan was saying this too. This is Chad Mendes' lane. I can't wait to see what he's going to do. I mean, he's going to bang, dude. Nah, it's going to be tremendous, man. I mean, he's got the style for this. It's funny because a lot of Everybody was pretty positive, like Evan said, but some of the naysayers did go, oh, that's great. They signed a great wrestler for, for bare-knuckle fighting. Yeah, we signed a great wrestler that happens to have the second most knockouts in UFC featherweight history. So you think the, the shorter fights, a little bit. You think the shorter fights in BKFC, I think that sometimes can favor people, but uh, they say it goes really quick if you're coming from somewhere else uh, as opposed to the longer fights in UFC. You think that's going to favor Chad Mendes? I feel like it will. Um, you know, it's all about... You know, he, he's got a tremendous explosiveness, so I yeah. think that this will favor him. It has to. I don't, he's, not, he's not a guy that, that sits around and waits for something to happen. He's a guy that goes out there and makes exactly. something happen. So the guys that go out there and make something happen, it's fast-paced, and I think, you know, I think the style fits It's his down. lane. I think he's, he seemed very excited about it. Evan, were you going to say still, something? Yeah, he's coming in at, at 155 as well, right? That's his, the way we're going to have Walk him fighting at. Yeah, he's going to fight 155. Oh, Do we wow. have a, an opponent? Yet for him, You're taking uh, all my we've questions. got two or three, and uh, <laughs> I'm getting in on the show. I think, um, I'm the captain now. <laughs> we've got some good ones that we're thinking of. We also got a major announcement we're going to make next week on the podcast. I'm going to let you guys break that. A super, super fight, with two legends in the in the. Uh, MMA sport. So um, wait a minute, slow down. You just kind of th- you're talking about a major announcement next week. You just kind of throw it in. You, these people have to understand a major announcement. Now, now, what is this? Give me a little more. I'm going to dig here. Big news coming soon. Is that all you're going to tell me? Is that <laughs> gonna... For the whole time I was trying to get bare knuckle legal, like back to eight years ago. Yeah, I would always post like big news coming <laughs> soon because I would talk to I would talk to a commission and they would be like, Yeah, I love it. We'll give you official go ahead in like two weeks, and I'd be like, big news coming soon. And then the big news coming soon was turned down again. No more. And then Junior would always go to me, Oh, Dad, you want to post big news coming soon again? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it true that he stopped following you for a while because he got tired of seeing big he, news coming soon? <laughs> not for a while. He still hasn't. He me still hasn't follow followed you back? He's still not a follower. <laughs> <laughs> I love not it. a David Feldman follower. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So let me talk to you. I, I mean, I want to dig into the Chad Mendez thing a little more how long was this in the works for how long we've been talking to him you know we talked to him actually almost a year ago and then the 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 price that we wanted to pay him and the price that he wanted to get we were just left field right field we were so so far apart and then we came back with um they came back with something a little more realistic and then we just went back and forth for a little bit i was manager uh dave Hirschbaum, great dude uh we we were, we were able to get it down we're actually working for something else big from their camp their camp is part of uh, Uriah Faber. Uriah Faber mm-hmm. is one of the main guys there at their camp. Great dude. I met him in Florida. He's really trying to help the organization. So, I mean, just it's good to align with guys like this that not only – it's not only did we sign Chad Mendes. Now we have a relationship with their whole team, Team Alpha Male, and they're trying to do different things, sponsorships, um, different connections to try to push us up, you know, up the hill. And, you know, it's just good to treat these guys right, um, you know, do the right thing by them, and good shit's happening. I'm going to give you, a, I'm going to try to ask you this. I feel like you're not going to answer it. I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. Evan Zentor, the Lord himself, he asked earlier, uh, who's he going to be fighting? I'm going to ask you it differently. In your conversations with Chad, is there anybody who he's looking at? Might not fight, but who he might want. 
I mean, he wants the title, but he doesn't. Obviously, he wants to get his feet wet first. He wants Luis Palomino. He said that's, wow. Wow. that's the end goal, and I think that's an explosive fight, and that's what he <laughs> wants. And it's funny because when I announced it, Palomino called me yesterday morning, and he goes, yo, 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 we got that fight. We got that fight. He's ready. I said, not yet, man. I, you know, the guy's got to get his feet wet once, so you're going to fight that and win. And if you come out victorious on that fight, then, you know, we'll see what happens in, uh, in early 22. Palomino, as he calls himself, a samurai warrior looking for heads to put on his on his wall. So maybe, I mean, we'll see. Could Chad Mendez be one of the next heads? I'm looking forward if that fight happens. I mean, the whole division's heating up. It's just heating. Company. It's <laughs> it's doing a lot of great things. The women's division's heating up. We actually, I just signed a I just signed a, a British uh, a British uh, champion as well. I just signed another one of those guys, uh, Connor Tierney. Signed him to a multi fight deal. Um, can't wait for him to come over. I just signed another woman. Um, from France, I, wow. I, I just signed the uh, the French women's uh, uh, silver or Olympian. Sorry, oh wow, boxing that's... Olympian. We just signed her, so she's going to be coming over. This whole entire thing is just going to really start so heating what's up. What's that? The second Olympian that's going to be fighting for BKFC because Nico yeah. Hernandez, I yeah. believe, was the first. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like you Olympians. think these Olympians and bare knuckle, and oh, they'll never they'll never evolve into this kind of sport. And now you know they're coming, and it's great. It, look, it's just about these guys. You know, yesterday. It's funny because I talked to um, I actually talked to uh, Malky Kawa today. Mm-hmm. Um, he is Paige's manager. Yeah. He's also a manager of a couple other fighters. Couple. And he said he said well a couple other of, of, oh, of our fighters. fighters. Okay. And the thing he said today he said you know man it's just it's turning for you now and I go yeah what do you mean by that yeah I just wanted to know what he meant and clarify he said, and yeah. he's like he's like I just see the way the media is talking about this now it's a whole different game it was like oh you're fighting bare knuckle to wow, BKFC is com- is competing for the hottest free agents out there now. Like, it's re- it's a real thing. You guys are really evolving. And I was like, man, from you, who never really says anything nice, Malky, that was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty cool, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a great compliment come from Malky. I mean, the guy yeah, knows was. the business. The he guy, does. he, he does. manages a lot of fighters. So that's he's got his finger on the pulse. So here the is amazing. Um, I want to talk about another signing, uh, aside from Chad Mendez. Uh, I saw, I think we have video of this guy. I saw, I, I'm switching gears here completely, but I think we have video. Let, let's play the video. You should know who I'm talking about in the truck. Here we go. My BKFC debut in November. Can you hear it? Look at me. Look at me. Yeah, there's sound out. That's the, uh. All right. Now who's that? I know who it is, but talk about him. That's the infamous Iranian Hulk. He emerged from nowhere now after the pandemic's over asked to fight um he said november it's going to be november december we're actually applied for his visa yesterday so as long as his visa goes through correctly we will see uh the iranian hulk in um november or december in the united states fighting for bkfc now i, I want to say if you're not familiar with the iranian hulk you saw that video but i want you to google the iranian hawk i mean that video doesn't do him justice that guy's a monster you know, I see the pictures of him on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I'm like, is this Photoshop shit? Is this real? Like, is it really Is it real? Photoshop? I don't even know. So I, I, I said, I need a video. I need a video. I need a video. I need a video. And then finally, this morning, out of nowhere, I get the video. Yeah, you don't want the guy showing up weighing like 100 pounds soaking <laughs> wet with bricks attached to him. I don't so think we'll that's a problem. But I mean, we'll look, he, he can be as big as you want, but as we Doesn't know, mean this is a whole different ballgame. One shot, you're down. And, um, I don't know who the opponent's going to be, because that might be your next question. I don't know, but you know, we'll try to find... Someone else uh, that fits that, maybe Bob Sapp or somebody. That'd be, that'd be an interesting fight to watch. Uh, like I said, BKFC, we're looking at everybody. You got the Chad Mendez of the world. I and just then- also want to just, uh, on a personal note, I want to say, um, just send out my condolences to our friend, our very good friend, and one of our teammates, uh, Nelson Lopez. He lost his mom last week to COVID. So I just want to say, you know. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Condolences to you and, and your family. Yeah, Nelson, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I, I hope that uh, you guys are right. You'll be in our prayers. And if everyone out there, could keep him in the thoughts and prayers or whatever you do, whoever you worship, throw it up there. It's for Nelson's family. Uh, he's a great guy. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't know how to transition from that just, now. Just transition because <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. So transition. <laughs> he's a good dude. He's he a gets good dude. It. He gets it. All right. You're a good dude. So there's a question we're going to pop up on screen here for senior from Orion Perez. I got a question for Dave. Will Jared Grant get a shot after Reggie and Bedford? That's an excellent question. It's a question I had too. Great question, Ryan. Thank you for that. I mean, look, we're definitely in talks with Jared Grant's team. We're going to see what he wants next. You know, the one thing he wanted, he wanted two things. He wanted to win the title, but he also wanted to be the, become the first fighter in BKFC history to win 10 fights. So we're going to see if that is uh, part of the pathway to the title or he's going to try to win 10 fights first and then fight for a title. 
But Jared Grant is one of our guys. We yeah. really want to promote him. He can fight good. So it's kind of really going to be his decision on that. So if he wants to make the decision to fight the winner, I think he earned it tremendously. And I think, you know, it would be a great fight with him, Johnny Bedford, yeah. him, oh, yeah. Reggie, Reggie Barnett, whoever that may be. Uh, it's no secret. I've said it before on the show. I'm a big fan of Kid Gotti, Jared Grant. I, I enjoy watching him fight. And when I, uh, I see afterwards, I, it always entertains me that before he comes on screen for an interview or something, they, they comb his hair to make sure he looks pretty. He's like, he should be like Hollywood Jared Grant, man. Uh, but we'll see what happens to Jared. This is a great question, Ryan. Uh, I encourage that. If there's any other questions in the chat for Dave, you can throw them in there and we'll try to get some up there. But I mean, an exciting time right now uh, for BKFC and always. BKFC.com. If you didn't get the app yet, you have to get the app. Um, I think we're going to break for a second and we're going to go check out a commercial really quick. If the guys in the truck are ready, I'm going to take a sip of my Tiger Life. Yummy. And I'm going to get all jacked up again when I see you again in a second. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 20, Friday, August 20th, only on Bare Knuckle TV. Watch as Johnny Bedford looks to reclaim bantamweight gold in a rematch with the educated hands of Reggie Barnett Jr. Plus, Gulf Coast legend Alan Belcher will knuckle up in a heavyweight clash with BKFC veteran Tony Lopez. And Quentin Henry returns to face Jason Fish. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 20, Friday, August 20th. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, only on Bare Knuckle TV. Download now at BKFC.com. Tiger Life is not about race or religion, black or white, young or old, male or female. It's not about where you live or where you're from. It's about finding your why in life. Tiger Life is a way of life. It's a purpose, a light, the future. We all have a story to tell, so let's tell it. It's time to be heard. Just remember, we may not be able to rewrite our story, but we sure as hell could change the ending. Tiger Life. Energy never tastes it so good. And we're back. It's been a very eventful show thus far. I mean, we've talked about a lot of fun stuff. We, we did the recap. We're talking about what's coming, where we're headed. Uh, of course, the Chad Mendez, Moni Mendez signing. I, I'm very excited about that, as are you. And, uh, you know, the fact that you continuously prove people wrong. And that kind of, I feel like, does that fuel you a little bit when people would say stuff and like a, a little bit of a, not to have a chip on your shoulder, but the fact that when these, what I call, I don't even know who they were, the, the podcasts you were talking about, mom and pop podcasts, I call them, um, that were saying stuff. When you hear that and that comes to you, I know you don't pay a lot of attention to it, but does that fuel you in a way or other people, the media, what they're saying, or you just kind of do I mean, your own thing? I don't know if that fuels me. It does fuel me when people say no to me. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. No, you'll never do that. No, you'll never do that. And to, to climb those obstacles, that that fuels me. I mean, I'm like a every no you get is closer to a yes. So I'm that guy. Like, I love hearing the no because that does fuel me. It's motivational. But as far as the haters and stuff like that, I could give a shit about them. I mean, look, you're not doing, if you don't have people talking shit on you, you're not doing anything right. Yeah, you got to be polarizing. I, I agree 100% there. And, you know, thank you for hanging out today, man. It was great to have you. We should do this more often. It was nice surprise to be in the seat. We had look, no clue you, what you were going to talk you, about. If you ever need a, bu- <laughs> uh, a, a, a boost in viewership, just put me on and I help you guys out. Well, look, let me let you go. I'm just kidding guys. Hey guys, really thank you so much to the fans out there. Like really from the bottom of my heart, man, you guys are really helped blowing this thing up. We are the fastest growing combat sport on the planet. We are putting on great, great content. We have a ton of great fighters, a ton of great things happening for us for the end of the year. But I, I really owe it all to you guys, the fans. Thank you so, so, so much. And I double that statement. Thank you for coming on today. Uh, we have another kind of a surprise guest here. I didn't realize he was going to be here. This is the great thing here. Um, as we ready for the surprise guest, and you talk about a guy that's polarizing. This guy's pretty polarizing. At least I saw that after the first event. I'm excited to have him on. We're going to talk to him here in a minute. But uh, oh, he's in here already. He's ready to go. What a pro! He's got his shades on. Oh yeah, the beard's trimmed nice. Look at him. Groomed. Look at him. He needs the Stevie well, Wonder groomed. piano underneath him. He needs the Stevie Wonder piano if you have that in the truck. Oh, he put him back up. You so, look good, man. I can see your eyes. If you don't know who this guy is, you might be able to tell by his Thailand shirt. Uh, he's the guy from Bare Knuckle Thailand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. John oh, Nuttenhouse. Yeah, thank you Here, very put much this mic having. a little closer to you. They want to hear your sweet melodic voice. Exactly. <laughs> there he goes. I can go. So wow, you sound like Barry, man. Can Barry you sing Barry White, White a little bit? Who can't? Am I right? <laughs> Let me hear you. I've had so, uh, <laughs> sexual... Come okay, on. Stop. We can get all Stop. Day. You're yeah. going to get me all excited. Okay. So... Um, before we get to this uh, conversation that we're going to have really oh, quick, yeah. I just want to remind the fans watching, if you can't watch this whole thing, if you're not watching, catch the BKF show on Spotify uh, for BKFC show, and you'll be able to hear everything and listen to your car or whatever because we don't want you driving and crashing. 
Anyway, John Nutt. Yes. John Nutt, great Thank to have you here. All the way from Thailand. I didn't know you yeah. were going to be here today. I know, man. That's Very the fun of this show. It's the fun. Spontaneity. Yeah, today was flashy. There was no format today. Today I sat down and they're like, Dave's on with him. I'm like, great. A lot to talk about. It's been weeks. Then they said, John, they told me my ear, John Nutt's here. I'm like, yeah. oh, John Nutt. Speaking of polarizing, you're a polarizing dude. I, apparently. Yeah. I, 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 you know. I'm a freak show. <laughs> I'm a walking circus carnival act, so it all works out. Well, it makes sense. You do the fight circus, too. Yep. And, and yep. you know, that looks intriguing intriguing to me. I haven't seen one of those events yet, but I did see the first ever bare knuckle in Thailand that BKK. we did. Yeah, man. Bare knuckle kingdom. Baby. First of all, bare knuckle kingdom was beautiful. The scenery was beautiful. Thailand's beautiful. Um, you know, coming out of that event, there was a lot of talk about it. So I, I just want to know, cause we haven't had a chance to talk to you. What did you feel about your first event? Uh, I mean, it crushed it out of the park. Yeah. I mean, come on now. You, you, you don't know what's going on with events coordination and you don't know what you're doing when you're doing your first bare knuckle show in a kingdom like Thailand where, Muay Thai just is so the main sport. It's the national sport of Thailand. So a lot of those guys, they had seen it. They had known what it was, but they didn't know what the the audience there, the live audience was going to think of it. And then obviously the word got around how, how exciting it was. Uh, and remember that we were running it for the U.S. time zone, right? Oh, yeah, I didn't even think we of that. We were running it for the U.S. time zone. So we were doing the show over there at 9 a.m., so a lot of the fighters, obviously, that we have, they train their, their, their Muay Thai or whatever combat sport they're into. Generally, they kick off at like the camps at like 7 to 9 a.m. and then another 4 to, four to 6, 4 to 7 training in the afternoon. So it, it was the opposite of what they normally do, but they loved it. They loved being up in the morning and, and, you know, getting their coffee, getting their breakfast, and then going straight into slugging each other in the face, right? <laughs> so... It worked out perfectly. I mean, uh, from an events coordination standpoint, yeah. I loved doing the show in the morning. Well, let me ask you. I, I mean, again, never been to Thailand, but the one thing I really noticed on that show was uh, the perspiration, the sweat. It had, oh, How hot was it during nine that show? Million nine million degrees. It was degrees. like standing on the sun. It, I mean, what was it? It was actually, it was about 85 degrees when we started. It was about 93 when we finished. Wow. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, wearing the suit that I was wearing, uh, oh, yeah, I changed colors. <laughs> I, I forgot colors. about yeah. it. I was going to say that actually, because yeah. when the event started, you had a completely dry suit, and then by the end of it, it was completely soaking wet all the way down to your knees. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It, was, it was a hyper color suit, if you remember hyper color oh, yeah. back in the day. But I mean, you were there, and you have this this personality, this larger than life personality, which, uh, quite frankly, I mean, I, I I like you. It's on screen now, but it, it's mm. for some people. Other people were like, this guy's insane. And yes. I, I would think with your personality, you kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. I don't care either what people think about me. I'm, I'm, I'm like up Dave. to Dave Feldman. Yeah. Group. yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, people if they talk trash, normally the trash gets traction. So like, <laughs> I don't really care if they if they talk. Tra- I mean, the majority of the people that do talk smack. The internet's not a nice place. <laughs> I don't know if you've been to the internet before, but over in the internet land, they wow. kind of hate people. So. That's a great Chris Farley. That's Thank what you sound like right there. Yeah. That's great, man. Say, I'll, say fact, you live in I'll a van. fat guy in a little coat for you. Say you live in a van down by the river. I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> yeah, so, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're taking me off here. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> uh, next time I have you on, put some pillows in his Chris Farley. Of course. Farley. So I, I just wonder, where do you see Bare Knuckle Kingdom heading? I mean, wh- where's it going? I think it's the future. I, mean, I, I think it's the future. I think I think the Feldmans, I think the whole team, I think BKFC, the the gods of war, Ares, I think that they all step in and they see it going the way that a lot, a lot of us see it. I mean, I do think it's the future. I think it's going to take over the world because not only not only in Asia do you have such a combat sports fan fanatic love and passion for the blood that bare knuckle delivers. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. That it delivers. The casual fans, it delivers everything that they want. You watch once, you're hooked. You're, exactly. It's a, and it's a blue-collar thing, and we're a blue-collar society over there. So, I mean, you know, the gap here in America is, is you got your middle class who we're going out for, but over there, there's not really much of a middle class. It's kind of all lower, and then you got a little bit of the upper. And nobody's nobody nobody's an equestrian over there. Equestrian. Horse horse riding is not the biggest. <laughs> Polo's not getting the most love over in Thailand. Let well, me tell let me, you. Let that. me ask you. I, I had a buddy that was over there, and he told me what he recognized is that when he was traveling around Thailand, looking at it, there's Muay Thai rings like on the side of the road. Everywhere. They're everywhere. I mean, it's everywhere. huge. So, so I would guess the athletes have to be excited. This, like you were saying, this is another avenue for them to Correct. make money to maybe get over to fight in America. Correct. And, I think in in the states, you know, if if you saw the UFC and the guys that want real fighting. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? They had one outlet to go transfer to before, and that was Vince. That was Vince McMahon giving you the WWE. So you had the Rondas of the world and the Brock Lesnar's of the world yeah. 10 years ago going into, in, into that. Of course. And now you're seeing a lot of the UFC guys, oh, my face is changing in a different direction, and I want to see what this is all about. And, oh, wait a second, I don't have to take the brain trauma that I, that I would if I put on 12-ounce gloves and took 300 shots in the head in a WBC matchup? See, that's important to say, too, and we, we've talked about that before, but if you're just tuning in, I mean, boxing, you got, what, 12 rounds, you got a brick of tape underneath, yeah. and they're not pillows. I mean, you're, you're repeatedly, bare knuckle, you're picking your You're shaking shots. the brain. It's actually safer. And, yes. and see, if you look at it on the surface, people don't think it is, but it's safer. So, I mean, as a professional, you have to even feel better promoting the sport as well over there. Uh, for me, as an events coordinator, too, as a producer of the shows and the director of the shows, man, this, this is, it's the dream. You know what I mean? We had, a, we had 11 fights on that BKK card. And I was just saying to Jimmy outside that we had 11 fights on the card. And when I got done with the show, I went over to the line producer. I was like, so who's in the hospital? 11 fights, 11 fighters went to the hospital and i was like oh my god this is gonna be a crusher 127 stitches one broken finger see that's and, and you've talked to the fighters at least i do and i know you do too and repeatedly they'll say to me they know going into a fight their fighters they're coming out with stitches that does like a normal pro i don't want stitches most but of them love it yeah it doesn't bother me it's a badge of honor i know one of our yes. guys i think tyler goodjohn actually got where he got stitches he got a tattooed like a little scissors on his head or something yes. like it's a badge of honor, and it, it's not you're not breaking arms, you're not breaking legs, and it, it's just no, a couple safer. broken noses. We didn't have any, we didn't have any orbital issues at all. Wow! And I, that was the one that I was going to be looking for. You know what I mean? No orbital issues at all. Uh, again, like you said, the wrist, a little bit of wrist damage, oh, a little bit of bit of knuckle damage. But you know that going in, of course. Now, now, and if you really are a fighter at heart, which is what we're going to be trying to. To gather, I want real deal Holyfield fighters as well, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want guys that want to knuckle up. So if we have those guys that are in there that don't mind the lacerations, that don't mind the blood, that I mean, you can see from the Thai guys that we had on that card, mm. the Thais, the Cambodians, the Burmese, these are people that like don't don't even get themselves wound up. They don't even get pumped up until they until they see blood trickle. So, yeah. so of that card. Uh, was there anybody on there who stood out the most for you on that card as an event coordinator? I, I mean, okay. <laughs> so I'm a weirdo because I well, do we, like losers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So do I, man. Because you can lose up. You can lose up. You know what I mean? And if, if you got somebody that loses up, TJ, there's a, there's a guy that lost up. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just a beautiful human being. And the women that were at the show, the women were shrieking for that guy. Now, Fabiano, obviously he should get taken. He's a... He's a he, a stud, right? But you can lose up, and TJ lost up in that in that fact. But again, on a big boy note, because I am a big boy, Steve Panda Banks okay. is a scary, scary human being. He he's unafraid to fight anybody. Uh, I mean, he is a WBC Muay Thai champion, but that dude's hands, his fingers are like penises. They're just <laughs> big. Big penis finger. There's John Nutt. He's here. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, so John, John, John. Not like social. Before, yeah. <laughs> before, before you go, uh, you go too far off here. Uh, I mean, I know your organization, a lot of respect to it, but I mean, do you see this like toe the line? I have a lot of respect for that yes. as well. It's all going to be on the app, but you see this as a breeding ground. That's what I see it for yes. to get guys over to BKFC and, and bring them here. I have never had the goal of trying to be a top organization. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of people in this industry, in, in combat sports industry, that are just trying to have a measuring contest, just a big pissing contest. Yes, yeah, I see it all the time. And I am not a part of that at all. Uh, I love events coordinating. That is what I do. That like, If I'm not doing, again, if I'm not events coordinating for fights, I'm, I'm doing comedy. I, I do a lot of, you know, I did Tom Green's show. I did uh, Doug Stanhope's show. My bum is on the mic. My yeah. bum is on the Swedish. Exactly. Yeah, I just love Tom Green. <laughs> so, and I mean, before the pandemic, I was working a lot for fight uh, for Fox Sports Asia. So I was doing like travel shows for them. I was doing a lot of coverage of, of you know, the McGregor's of the world of and, and, and that type of thing. Um, I never really want, even now, like I don't want to be at the top. I'm an, I'm an NCAA guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, even when it comes to football, like I don't watch the NFL. I, I, I watch NCAA, right? I, March, hungry, Mad March Madness is the best, best time of the, uh, of the, the year for me. So, I mean, I like the lower levels. I think that that's where the grimy grit of the sport is. Yeah. And I think that that's where the guys who really do want to test their full metal, if you will. I agree. Uh, that's when you, when you can find them. And 
those are who I like. That, those are my people. It's a different proving ground. Uh, you're coming to prove yourself to get to that next level. Correct. Not that you're fighting harder, but it's all you know, and you, you, you have that grit, like you're saying, and I agree with that. Now, and from said, the events coordination? That's what I was going to I don't have to deal with any of the prima donnas. No. Like, I don't have to Not deal yet. with any they of the diva. Yeah, true. man, because you can get some people in this industry that, like, think that they, you know, just because they've got a taste for money or just because they got a taste for the prize fighting, they think they're at the top of the level, and it's like, man. Then you got to deal with that. yeah. What, what, kind of, what kind of ranch you own? <laughs> you know what, I mean? what kind of yachts you on? What's, what's your being an event coordinator, you say, and you know, Bare Knuckle Kingdom, of course, available on BKFC.com. If you, by the way, yes. missed the first one, you can go back and check it out. But do you have a date set for the next one? Any idea yet? I want a Halloween-ish show. Okay. okay. I mean, again, uh, Thailand's ravaged right now. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask Absolutely you next about that. Absolutely ravaged. We're, we're crushed. The whole, I mean, the malls are shut down. Uh, when the malls are shut down. It's bad. Yeah, when 7-Eleven has a uh, curfew. You know it's bad. So uh, Thailand emplaced the sandbox. Big shout out to everybody in Phuket, the Pearl of the Andaman, because the sandbox, but basically what they've done is they're trying to make that COVID bubble. So they've shut off the bridge because it is an island. You're not allowed to get in by car or boat. You're only allowed to fly in. If you're vaccinated, you're allowed to do no quarantine. So you're allowed to go to the island and just eco-tourism up the wazoo, if you will. Right now, it's probably one of the best times to go because the Chinese tourists aren't eating the coral or all of the fish that are there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's absolutely beautiful. It's like living in a screensaver. Oh, I, dude, you know? I saw that on the on the uh, event. It, it, when, it, when it came on, it like blew my mind. It was like you're looking at a postcard with a, a ring in front of it. 90 shades of green in the water. Are you with me? I mean, That's it's incredible. absolutely, it is like living in a postcard. So what you're saying is even though Thailand's ravaged, that, that it might have a small effect, but it sounds like it's not going to have much of an effect on Bare Knuckle Kingdom. No. I don't think it's going to have too much of a king. Uh, you know, I had to come back for some family business, I, which, you know, shit happens in the world, I, you know. Uh, but again, uh, I plan on going back there in September. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be there in Biloxi. I want to see Alan Belcher. Yeah. I very much want to see Alan. Oh, yeah. Oh, say hi to John if you see him there. And John, yeah. you know, you say family business. That's not what I was told me. Or they said you flew here just for the BKFC show. That's exactly. what we're going to go with. Look a little Co- more important on our part. Correct. Uh- <laughs> Amundo, my friend. Correct. I came here. To talk to the Feldmans, to, to sort it out. Let's see what the year has to, to, to be. Agree. And again, 2022. That's the year looking looking fantastic. And it's not only just Southeast Asia. It's all of Asia. China, I'm coming at you. Ni hao. Shi shi, my friend. We, we, I want some more Chinese fighters. The Chinese, they didn't take. A lot of people think that just because they set up a, a, a UFC center in Shanghai that they're all MMA. They're not, man. I worked for Kunlun for years. They love the sand chow. They love the really? wushu so much more. So kickboxing's still their, their bread and butter. The island of Phuket is like the melting pot of the world. You know, if, you, yeah. if Boston's the melting pot of, of uh, the U.S., Phuket is like the melting pot of the world. And you just have all the stands, you know, all my friends from the stands, the uh-huh. Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, okay. Tajikistan. You have all those stands. You have all of the Chinese, the Japanese, the Taiwanese, you got all those bad boys Everybody. coming. And the Russians love Uh-oh. me Uh-oh. some Russians. Uh-oh. And I want to get those. And South America is also where uh, I personally would like to look to, too. I think the Mexicans and Central America, people coming out of Belize, didn't even know that they... I honeymooned in Belize. It's beautiful there. Beautiful it's place, there, right? Yeah. They actually have some uh, some fisticuffers there. Yeah, well, I, I so. didn't see a lot of that. I saw another kind of banging. Am I allowed to say that? I yeah, you, I was yeah, yeah, my honeymoon. Banging. Uh, <laughs> so, hanging and banging so, over in Belize. So, Belkin beer, right? <laughs> Delicious. We got to oh, get yeah, them on dude. as a sponsor. That's true. I remember that. Yeah. All right. So, listen, here's the other thing that people aren't looking at, or maybe they are, which I see happening in Bare Knuckle, at least in BKFC. And with what you're talking about, I feel like it's going to happen further. You're seeing, since it's such a, 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 a new sport, BKFC, yes. You're seeing different styles start to develop. It's interesting to watch. With uh, Bare Knuckle Kingdom, you're going to see another melting pot of styles. Yes. So this is all going to kind of come together nicely. In the next couple of years, you're going to see all these crazy styles maybe you've never seen. Different the ways Burmese, of fighting. The Burmese loved it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Myanmar as a country right now, once again, going through a military coup in uh-huh. a civil war. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it, it's very disappointing because like, I don't want to feed off of the negativity, but when I'm having talks over there right now, a lot of the guys are coming to me and they're like, yo, is Muay Thai dead? Is Muay Thai, you know, Lumpini Stadium just changed hands. Rajadam Nun Stadium is, is, is looking mm-hmm. at changing hands. Is, is Muay Thai dead? Like, what's going to happen? It's like, no. Actually, I think Muay Thai is going to be more alive than ever. Why? Because Muay Thai is a poor person's sport. And after this pandemic, oh, yeah. there's going to be a lot of economic destroyed people out there. And they're going to turn. And they're not going to have just... Op- j- 
they're not just going to have the opportunity of fighting Muay Thai anymore. They're not just going to have Letway in Myanmar. They're going to have to earn money. To earn money. They're not going to have just Kun Khmer in Cambodia. They're also going to have the art of two knuckles. Yeah, and then they're going to yeah. look at that, and they're going to bring their strategies with them. And it could be a, a little teeny tiny thing, but again, it melts into the bare knuckle style. And in five Correct. years from now, it could be a different ball game. So it's interesting to see how it develops. You can check out Bare Knuckle Kingdom, of course, on the Bare Knuckle Television app, bkfc.com. Everything's on there for the price. It's amazing. Again, you're seeing some more here uh, from Bare Knuckle Kingdom. Gilberto, that guy's an absolute killer. He's from Brazil, and I know he's spreading the gospel over down, down there. You know what I mean? Daniel Kerr, Kiwi. Actually, you know, a New Zealand, New Zealander. And I know that he's, he's part of that whole city boxing crew that he's trained with all those boys. So they, they were all there. I mean, when the island comes back, remember that you have Tiger Muay Thai. You have Phuket Top Team. You have AKA Thailand. You're ready. And then all of those have split up as well. I mean, this is like hot news for what's going on. But, you know, certain ones of these camps, I know that uh, Tiger Muay Thai is like, they're not going to accept anybody that's not vaccinated. Really? But there's a lot of people in this world that aren't getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Right? So where are they going to go? So where are they going to go? So new camps so can new emerge. Camps, they're Which, popping up all the time. Powerhouse, it's full Aussie, like Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Yeah. And they're, they're loving it. And so I think that, again, I just think that Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship has provided another outlet in the world of combat sports that, again, if you're a real true blue fighter and you like to get that, you like to get those warrior marks. Yeah. We provide that. You know what I mean? And I, I think that a lot of the guys who are looking for something else, they're not going to look over to the, the, to the WWE anymore. They're not going to say like, oh, I got to go by storylines. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't have to go by storylines at all. create your own storyline, exactly. man, with how you fight, you know? And, and, and the way that social media has come up, you know what I mean? I, I don't know if you're a fan. I'm not too much of a fan. That's why you don't see me I on I can't the... believe you wouldn't be more of a fan on, on social media. We don't need to get into that, but yeah. I, I just feel like you would be tailor-made for like a TikToker. Depression, brother. <laughs> I know, I know. Everybody says it to me, but I, I you know, I, I watched that social dilemma and oh, it bugged yeah. me out, man. That thing's a horror film. Forget about you know? it. I, yeah. yeah. I've heard about it. I have to I've watched that myself. I want to thank you for coming on today. John Nutt, Bare Knuckle Kingdom, all the way from Thailand. By the way, how long have you lived in Thailand? 15 years, wow, 16 so you years. You know it very well, but yeah. you're also very perceptive. Some of the views that you gave me today, I didn't even think of. Hopefully it made you think as well as, as a viewer, as a listener on the BKFC show on Spotify. John, it was a pleasure to have you no on doubt. here. I'm glad you hung out. And, uh, you know, other than that, man, thanks. I'll, we usually do this. You take yeah. that. We do a Tiger Life toast at the end of the show. Yeah. So Tiger open Life it up. Toast, my friend. We love Choke Tiger D Life. means good luck in Thai. What is it? Choke D. Choke D? Choke and the letter D. That's oh, easy. Yeah. Choke D, everyone. Choke, Choke D, D, my friends. Choke D. Hey, don't forget, bkfc.com. Before we go, again, we're going to have another His great show next like week. We're... <laughs> 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 we're His fingers we're... are like penises. His fingers are like penises. All right, let's get out of this. We're, we're glad, <laughs> we're glad uh, that you came back. I'm going to say with my fingers like penises, knuckle up. <laughs> See you next week. Um... <laughs> what are you guys doing to me? Bunch of morons. Look at them.